This is a special Elimination Chamber post-show edition of the Daily Wrestling News Show for February 21st, and we are powered by the Eastern Observer. My name is Ryan Joyner. I'm coming to you live from Minutes to Bell Time Studios on the beautiful treasure coast of the Sunshine State, and I am joined by Travis Severance. Good after, good evening, Travis. Usually this is the morning show. but Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good day to you all whenever you happen to be listening to this show. So I'm glad to have everybody here, especially any of our live audience that's here to heckle in the comments section. Yeah, that's fun. You know, the, the evening shows garner a little bit more live attention. So that's Yeah, we fun. get a lot of comments in the Facebook thread with, you know, with regard to the event that, you know, Toastmaster John DeCani ends up putting up for every one of our shows so uh the the chat and the you know the bickering back and forth is always pretty good so absolutely the living legend john DeCani. yes so thanks to him for doing that every almost every show of the week he's hosting a live conversation thread in the minutes bell time facebook group and um and tonight we did with the elimination chamber had a lively discussion through all the crazy stuff that happened um we got people chiming in to say hello hey and then we're impressed so <laughs> this is gonna be a <laughs> it's all downhill from here yes yeah, right that's right okay so uh I've got, let me let me run through our agenda because it's a simple one today sure i do have a ridiculously random question for you so we'll oh, get gosh. that out of the way early we have elimination chamber to run through a bunch of news coming out of elimination chamber tonight so we'll talk about that and you know maybe implications for wrestlemania uh much to your uh, liking, no trivia tonight. So you're so you're perfect. Good, good, <laughs> good, good. All right, and we just lost twelve viewers that were waiting around for trivia. So makes sense. <laughs> All right, let me ring the bell and we'll get started with the news coming out of the show. All right, so here we go. Bunch of news coming out of tonight's show. We have a new United States champion, Matt Riddle. We have a new WWE champion, The Miz. Keith Lee's not there. Asuka has no match. Uh, let's kind of start at the top there. So, uh, new U.S. champion. New U.S. Never. champion, Riddle. Um, sort of predictable, right? We So, we saw the pre-match show. Four great wrestlers in the pre-match show. I thought the sh I, we were texting back and forth. I, I felt pretty strongly that Morrison was probably going to take the win in that match. And, you know, we jokingly called it the, the guy who's going to take the pin in the U S match. And that's actually how it landed uh, right. tonight. Pretty cleanly. Um, I had kind of thought this U S title was going to change and Morrison versus riddle feels like a nice soft, you know, kind of title defense for riddle to do, um, especially with the, the Miz being busy with a bigger belt these days. So, Absolutely. Um, Michael Paul is chiming in. I think this is kind of newsworthy and something to talk about. Uh, why did Elimination Chamber end so early? Um, you might have asked the same question if you watched TakeOver last week. The TakeOver show ended early as well. And I think it's just these pandemic era shows are all running a little short. Uh, at least that's been the trend in the last few. So, Yeah, um, I mean, Rumble went, Rumble went about normal time. Um, I, if I had to make a prediction, I'd say, and both you and I think this pretty strongly, with them going to Peacock and Fastlane being the show, 
we don't always get a fast lane every year. Some years it's just elimination chamber to mania. It depends on how much time's in between. So with this show being the first one on Peacock, I think WWE is going to put together a hell of a show. And some of the storylines that we're seeing for this, the real, real road feels like to me, we're going to see it unfold at fast lane more so than this event. And normally this event would be that precursor. So I think another reason too, is obviously the women's match that we were supposed to have got scrubbed as well, right? So no Asuka, no title defense, which was odd because Charlie in the pre-show talked about it. I thought we were maybe going to get a four-way pre-match like we Mm -hmm. saw with the men's, but then it was like 10 minutes to go before the live show. And I'm like, where are they going to throw this thing in? Um, So it it was interesting because Charlie actually said to the panel, the panel on the pre-show, Booker T, JBL, and former WWE 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg, she said, Oh, who's going to step up and challenge Asuka because Lacey Evans is out. And I think she immediately put her foot in her mouth. Somebody was telling telling her in her headset, nobody's challenging Asuka tonight. So yeah, everybody else kind of just threw their papers to the side when that happened. But yeah, it was, it was odd. So I think that's definitely another reason why we're seeing shorter matches. And I mean, not for nothing, nobody's paying for these pay-per-views anymore. Anyway, you're paying your $9 a month or whatever, and you're getting it through the network. And then when it goes to Peacock, it's going to be the same, but Fastlane shaping up to be something that could be real good though. Right. Yeah. Okay. So um, we mentioned the fa- the fatal four way to even, you know, that started on the pre-show. The reason we had that is because Keith Lee was out with injury. Um, a lot of speculation out there about what the injury is and whatnot. They showed a clip on the pre-show of him actually getting injured. Um, all the news sources say this is not COVID related or anything like that. It's just an injury. He was actually backstage at raw this week, just not used. So yeah, he's had about a bad luck, you know, since getting called up and stuff like that. Man, there was I had some real high hopes for Keith Lee, um, you know, especially coming out of like Rumble two years ago. And uh, yeah, he's just had some bad some bad runs lately. Yeah, yeah, but you know, this week he got engaged, so you know, there you all, go. Good, all good in the Keith mm-hmm. Lee house. That's um, of course, the biggest story coming out of Elimination Chamber is the Miz is the new WWE champion. Al would like us to talk about the Miz. Here we are, um, you know, all of the catchphrases for The Miz, yeah. Um, so I got a catchphrase for The Miz. Miserable. <laughs> well, so... So, uh, so you know, everybody knows, anybody that's ever listened to the show, when I get to do some of the Raw stuff, they know how I feel about The Miz. I, I'm not a massive Miz fan. I haven't ever been a massive Miz fan. I will say this. For as critical as I have been... And I will continue to be when I when I think that it it it's it's in its proper place for the writing and the way that they're going to set up a story and stuff like that. And I was super pissed even tonight when they show they they show MVP in the back and he's talking to the Miz and he's talking Miz into this conversation. I'm like, man, if they're just going to send the Miz out, if they hadn't sent Lashley out and there hadn't been the setup for this for the beatdown and stuff like that, I would have hated being foretold that this thing was coming. We knew the show was running short. They needed another match in there. This was kind of what we got. The setup for this is great. And it's it, part of it is I'm biased. I want Lashley Drew at Mania. And it looks like that's definitely what we're working towards now. Because um, I don't think any of us think that Miz is going to have the belt probably past Fastlane. Let's be realistic here. Um, so the fact that they had MVP talking about the Miz... With the Miz, there was a plot there. I got Hurt Business involved. I got Big Brain MVP, even though some could say in the no DQ match, MVP cost his man the belt by bringing the only weapon to the ring with that crutch. He comes back and brings it full circle. So if he gets a title shot now, 
then it, then it was, you know, big brain MVP, hundred percent hurt business. Absolutely. Got a question coming in as Ms. joining the hurt business. I don't Gosh. see that happening, but I think Ms. owes MVP. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Ms. was not going to come up. He's not, he's not smart enough to come up with that plan on his own. And he certainly doesn't have the muscle without MVP bringing the noise. So it'll be an interesting situation. So now you've got the, you know, the VIP lounge, Versus Ms. TV, maybe there's something going on there. Who's going to have the better segment, I guess. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that Ms. owes Lashley a title shot. That was probably the handshake that was made between them. I, that would be yeah, my absolutely. Guess. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, so it does. It is horrible for Keith Lee. Um, but, you know, at least he wasn't the one taking that pin earlier. I'll agree. I'll agree with that 100 percent, Tempe. And I think that keeps, you know, Keith strong on the background. So maybe the maybe it was a blessing in disguise, really. Okay, let's run into let's let's go into the the match by match because sure. oh, I think we've all, we've almost hit everything as it is and, and we're yep. gonna want to talk about it some more. But um, I guess to kind of set this up, you know, Royal Rumble, we did a post show, and I said to myself, well, if they're selling tickets and I'm in Florida, I'm gonna go to WrestleMania. You're gonna come down. We're gonna both go to WrestleMania, so we're gonna hit the post shows on the way to WrestleMania. Um, so Absolutely. I don't even know, I don't know if we'll be able to do a post show at WrestleMania, but. You know, we can see how the Wi-Fi is. Yeah. So, but, so that's the reason we got to, we have to hit these post shows right now. So um, John Morrison, like we said, on the pre-show, he gets a win over Ricochet, Elias, and Mustafa Ali, or Mustafa Ali, uh, to get the U.S. championship opportunity, six minutes, 53 seconds. It was, uh, Ali was watching Ricochet get beat up by, T-Bar and folks, you know, with a power bomb into the post and laughing about that. And then Morrison rolled up, uh, rolled up Ali for the win. So that's how we got Morrison into the match. All those guys extremely pinnable is, is what I said when I saw Yeah, we had, exactly. That was a great comment. Four pinnable guys. I yeah. would agree with that. Every single guy in that match is certainly pinnable. pinnable. Um, you know, I, I hope this doesn't turn into like another eight-week program with Ricochet versus Retribution, but we yeah. could certainly see that again. Like, I don't know. We're not seeing the Kofi Ali thing that we really kind of wanted to put together. So, but we'll I see. I was surprised to see Ali take the pin in the match, and I was also surprised that Ali didn't figure into the Kofi stuff mm -hmm. uh, towards the end of the show, which we'll, we'll get to and angles that I think we so, all thought we'd see and there and we're missing. So, so I think it does leave us a little bit of opportunity because um, Ricochet has had some dealings with the New Day guys before. Maybe Ricochet gets pounded on and the New Day saves or vice versa for Retribution. Sure. So we mm -hmm. could see that coming up on Monday. That would be interesting for me to see for sure. Um, kind of get Retribution into the show if they can. Um. Al would like to mention here that he's really looking forward to the WrestleMania Miz Championship defense celebration on the post show. Well, it's but good anyway. that somebody is because you and Maurice are probably the only ones. Yes. Yeah. I I will shave my beard if, if Miz gets a gets a <laughs> championship defense at Mania this year. <laughs> um okay, so main show starts. Daniel Bryan wins the SmackDown champ uh chamber match to face Roman Reigns. The match went about 35 minutes. Um, they had intervals where people entered the chamber. It was <laughs> it was not a um, it was not a even five minutes or anything like that. Uh, I guess you know maybe I won't shave my beard. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I know people are worried about it. Yeah, intervals is a is an interesting thing. Um, what's what I find 
funny about that is if we go back and, and I take you in the way back machine a little bit to last year's elimination chamber, I don't know if everybody remembers, but the last 12 to 15 minutes of that match was sort of Shayna Baszler standing in the middle of the ring because she wiped everybody out too quickly. And, and if, if I had to bet, I would bet her result at Mania had something to do with how her behavior was in the ring and the fact that the crowd was completely different, disinterested at the time. So using intervals means, Oh, if somebody's timing is incorrect or something like that, boom, we can plug somebody out of the, out of the chamber. They can time their spots a little bit better. Um, I felt pretty strongly that the SmackDown side of the chambers was, was a little bit stronger in terms of the wrestling, in terms of the action and stuff that went on. Um, man, I really enjoyed the, the spot where Uso shut the door was there and shut the door on, um, Kevin Owens arm and mm-hmm. then set up the super kicks to eliminate him. I thought that was really good usage of the, you know, the he timed it so that the one guy was eliminated and Owens was there and he smashed Owens arm and Owens got to look strong and Uso's kicks were solid and stuff. And boom, that cost Owens that side of things. So you could see like them continuing some kind of a program off of that too would be interesting. Um, you know, in general, I thought it was interesting to me that Sammy's documentary crew could not be on the side of the ring. But AJ Styles could have almost there to rip out the back of the same side of the chamber that Sami Zayn was in. So there maybe is a conspiracy going on between a bit on Sami Zayn's part. So maybe he's got some. He's got a little bit of dog in that hunt for based on that situation, bro. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, the highlight of the match for me, in terms of like a high spot type of situation, was when Kevin Owens hit that moonsault. Yeah. You know, we see Kevin Owens do frog splash and different things like that all the time. I don't think I typically see Kevin Owens doing a moonsault and certainly not off a pod. <laughs> so Kevin Owens moonsault off the pod. And what was interesting about that one to me was it was no look. So that tells you how much faith yeah. he has in those four guys. It wasn't the normal, okay, guys, let's all huddle around and let's go. Like it, you saw the group was over there. You knew that the setup was coming. Um, and he went into it and he did it blind. It was a no look. It wasn't take a look back, make sure my timing's right as everybody's standing there. So he like really trusts those four other guys in the ring to be able to take that. Cause Kevin, as we all know, isn't exactly a, a slender man to be moonsaulting like that for sure. sure. So, um, okay. So just to kind of run through the finishes here that were associated with this match, um, Cesaro used the Cesaro swing and then the sharpshooter to get a submission on King Corbin. I don't think, I can't think of a time where I saw King Corbin tap out. So, so that is, it, it, I did not like that booking at all. I think it makes Corbin the biggest guy in the match. It makes him look really, really weak coming off of an airplane spin into a sharp shooter for Cesaro to finish him that way. I, I don't know. I, I would have wanted more out of my ending to my elimination chamber presence. If for no other reason, then gosh, up until that point, they had made him look like a force, at least in that match. I'm not a Corbin fan. Um, I think he's a little bit, you know, vanilla to me. Um, but to have him end that way, I was like, man, that's a that's a rough one to take if I'm Baron Corbin. Now, if he moves that into a program with Cesaro, who tends to be who is pretty hot right now, then maybe he gets something out of taking that taking that sharpshooter. But yeah, I, I wouldn't have been thrilled. Yeah. Jeff Johnson's asking one of the last time. We saw someone tap out to the sharpshooter. Uh, Natalia uses it pretty regularly. I just I would have to check her win loss records on that. But yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's not it's not all the time. Not often. Not often. Um. So after that, we had uh, Jay Uso. That was the slamming Kevin Owens' arm in the cage door. Uso Uso splash. 
uh, to get the pinfall elimination out of Owen. So he's out. Um, Uso eliminates Cesaro. And then Uso misses the splash off the top of the pod. Brian hits a, and Daniel Bryan hits a running knee to get the pinfall. So yeah. um, I missed the Sami Zayn elimination in there too. So uh, that was Owen's moonsault stunner. So Zayn Zayn was before Zayn yeah. was before Cesaro. He went yeah. right after Zayn after that. And boom, hit him, got him yeah. out, eliminated, and then Cesaro too. Yeah. So Daniel Daniel Bryan ends up winning this. Um, I think a lot of people had Cesaro pegged for this. And, uh, you know, it's too bad, but he got a like, maybe that's why he got that definitive bin over uh, Corbin is because they are trying to keep him good and strong. And Yeah. It, it, you know, he, I guess he makes it to the final three. So it's Cesaro, it's Cesaro and, and Daniel Bryan and, and Uso. And like, obviously the tension was, are we going to see Jay Uso have to fight Roman Reigns? Um, I think it would have been more interesting if it was Jay at the end, given how that finish went, but I guess they would have had to tell a much longer story than what they did with Brian and Brian can take that loss, you know, with his eyes closed, you're not going to yeah. hurt Daniel Bryan and who he is as a wrestler. Like he's, you know, one of the top three in the world right now in the ring. Like it's hard to argue his ring ring work. So we have this 35 minute uh, elimination chamber match to determine a contender for Roman Reigns. And right after the match, Roman Reigns comes down to the ring, and the bell rings. And a minute twenty-eight, one minute twenty-eight seconds later, he has speared. Uh, you know, Roman Reigns has defeated Daniel Bryan with a choke. So, so it's thirty-five minutes to set up the one minute twenty-eight second match for Roman. So, uh, Roman didn't have the night off, but almost. Yeah, it was pretty close. But then he had to take a vicious spear from Edge, and Edge sort of, I guess all but laid all the groundwork. I mean, he pointed to the the sign, the pyro went off. I believe that's, I definitely want that match. Um, of course, it's, it's official. They announced it later in the okay, show. So they announced it later in the show, then it's the real deal. It'll be the main event. Um, it's a fine main event uh, for WrestleMania with, it, when it'll I, uh, be fine. I don't, I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a showcase WrestleMania type match to me. Um, you know, not one of the bigger headliners that we've ever seen before. Um, I think it could be a fine, it could be a fine match. So here, so here's what I'll say about the edge thing. I talked to Nilio Como Costa, who runs coastal championship wrestling down here, promoter uh, the day after the Royal rumble. And mm -hmm. he's, he asked me, Oh, who do you think edge is going to Edge is going to face? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I can see it this way, this way. And he's like, Roman Reigns, that's the money match. So from a promoter perspective, they feel that that is the, the, you know, the one that's going to earn him the most money. Uh, Jeff Johnson chiming in. Love that Roman acted all cocky after being a guy who just went through an elimination chamber match. Exactly. Exactly. Does Roman really have anything to brag about on on Friday? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, and, and Cesaro did most of the damage to him, too, with that leg hold that he had on him. My gosh, you know, Brian was in trouble. Like, he didn't get the pin on him. Uso got the pin or whatever or or. It, you know, he didn't, he didn't get the pin there and Uso did some more damage and stuff like that. But Daniel Bryan was left laying like he's, he's in the ring. They're carting Jay out the chambers up. Like it, it took him longer to get the chamber up than it did. I mean, Daniel Bryan tried to catch him and stuff, but it certainly could have gone a little bit longer, but you know, they wanted to do the edge bit and get him in there. So at least it ended in a story, even though the match felt like it was, you know, it's not even rateable on minutes to bell time ratings because it was too short. Correct. You can't even give it a number. So, so we have our first uh, WrestleMania match, Edge yep. versus Roman Reigns. And I guess 
the question probably everybody's thinking now is, does Edge have another world title run in him? Or not? <laughs> so Roman's had the belt for a while. I could see Edge getting it off of him and then moving into some kind of a program with Rollins possibly um, after that. But man, it, it's tough for me to see Roman not have the belt and have it come from from Edge taking the belt from him. It could happen. I mean, it would be interesting. I don't know how many more years Edge has left in him, really. Um, yeah, if he's going to have another title run, this is probably this the is one probably shot one. Of, he's one and done, right? Like, yeah, one and done. And then I, you know, if Christian really wants to come back, it would be really cool to see them in a, you know, an older statesman tag team, you know, half a year run or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so moving on from so we got our first WrestleMania match, um, got the first two matches out of the way. We go to the back and we see Bad Bunny um, and the Miz. They're having issues. Damian Priest is there, so um, Bad Bunny's here to stay. He's he made it through Saturday Night Live with the twenty four seven championship. So, um, so we had that backstage segment. Then we have the Matt Riddle win over Lashley and Morrison, which we talked about. Um, and you and you mentioned that it was MVP's crutches that uh, led to the finish, right? You know. Um, Riddle used the crutches on Lashley. Lashley went to the outside. Bro Derek on Morrison for the pinfall victory. Riddle's the new United States champion. And I know you're you're thinking, okay, maybe Riddle now focuses with a program with Morrison for the foreseeable future. And maybe that leads us, you know, to WrestleMania. But I think it's probably brief. Yeah. I think Keith Lee's coming back and that's going to be the program, I would assume. Yeah, I I I think I would agree with you. I think that's what we're going to see in Mania. It's kind of interesting because we've got face versus face. Um not that kayfabe is all or nothing these days. Um, I would say that Morrison, based on this situation, makes the natural first um, person to compete against him, um, especially if Lashley's going to get mixed into the title picture, which he definitely is. So yeah, well, you got all kinds of weird things that are that could happen, right? There's there's been rumors out there about Tyson Fury, and if Tyson Fury comes and faces Drew, maybe there's no championship around Drew's waist for that. Um, you know, Lashley, maybe he matches up with Keith Lee and you have Miz doing something else. So any, anything could really happen in the, in this thing. And, the, and, you know, in the conversation thread and here in the comments, does Keith Lee come back and join the Hurt Business? It's interesting. Keith Lee as a heel is a really weird thing for me to wrap my head around. But, um, you know, maybe. I think he should join Retribution with his fiance. Well, there you go. That makes sense, too. <laughs> um okay Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler successfully defend the WWE Tag Team Championships against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair we didn't have any friction between Sasha and Bianca Reggie comes out he brings a bottle of champagne the referee takes it away that basically leads directly to the finish Nia Jax gets a small and drop pins the Smackdown champion um we know Nia and Shayna are heading off to NXT March 3rd to defend those titles against Raquel and Dakota. I think that's going to be great. Sasha and Bianca and Carmella all seem to be kind of wrapped into some sort of program at the moment. Yeah, this Reggie thing says that they're probably going to pull in a three-way and we're going to end up seeing the three of them dance, which is too bad because I'd, I'd just rather see a Sasha versus Bianca straight-up match. Um, they're both arrogant, borderline heel faces at this point. Mm -hmm. um, Bianca and Sasha are like doing this one-upsman stuff a lot. Um, 
factoring Carmel in there just makes it a little bit messy for me. I'm not a huge Carmel doesn't do a lot for me. Uh, Reggie was more interesting to me when he was like a Sasha Mark. I think that was cool, but that kind of blew up here with mm -hmm. this thing really quickly and they didn't let it kind of marinate for very long. So um, yeah, this felt like a kind of a throwaway just to kind of get to that angle. Um, and again, people had talked about it with that three, three match already kind of booked and stuff. I don't know for me. And I even said to you, you know, during the show, it's, it, it would be interesting for me to see a, a two NXT wrestlers with the tag belts being able to go program to program and fight and do different ways, different things like that. Cause they kind of get to try themselves out a little bit. And it's far more interesting to me than one of the main show gals having it. So, you know, it's interesting coming out of this match, the, the, what I'm more interested in are those tag titles. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh uh, yeah, I, I absolutely. Yeah. I I'm interested in that three, three match for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, yeah, the March 3rd match, the, uh, Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai, mm -hmm. um, on NXT this week, it, I don't want to say that Raquel and Dakota turned face, but they're definitely like the face in this match, right? They're the right. they're the good guys against Shayna and Nia, mm -hmm. uh, much more likable. And and I think Raquel has done so much work and improved so much, and people are really behind her as like a big powerful woman that um, that they're kind of she's kind of growing on them, and she's actually turning face in the process and taking Dakota with her. So yeah, and uh, you know, still the woman missing in action is Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. I thought we haven't seen her since Rumble. Like, you know, I had you? all these ideas of that in my head of like, here's what they're gonna do with Lacey Evans out. They're gonna insert Rhea Ripley into this. Oh, thing. that was my dream. I'm like, perfect. You yeah. know what? If her music hits and down she comes to face Oscar, it's a big save. That whole pregnancy angle, or not even the angle, that just the announcement and the way they handled it with Rick and stuff, um, would have been a thousand percent better. But you know, instead we got a scrap match with nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know what? We'll we'll see where we go. And you know, Rhea Ripley, she's earmarked. I just I just don't think they have quite figured out yet. And Ripley versus Oscar, Ripley versus Charlotte too, Charlotte versus Oscar. Any one of these matches is fine. You have a what's what's going on? You got a run in over there on the on the other side of the screen there. Oh yes, he always runs in. Yeah. So Tia run in. She was trying to, I didn't want the cables to cut out. She was running into that direction and we would have had to pause and you would have had to carry the show by yourself. It would have been Kevin <laughs> Kelly style. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So then we go into, I believe we've our it's main event time, so to speak. Um, elimination chamber for the WWE championship. Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton start the match. Drew McIntyre is the first one in then comes in Kofi Kingston. Kofi gets a quick win over Orton, I was looking down, taking notes on the fact that Kofi Kingston was coming into the match. I didn't see the move that led to the finish. There wasn't much of a move. Boom, okay. quick roll-up. He dies to roll-ups all the time. Um, it, it took me longer to put on this T-shirt today than it did for him to get pinned and out of the out of the elimination chamber. But the nice thing about it was there was the segment between him and The Fiend. Oh, no. We didn't see any of that. Nothing. No. The Fiend storyline was not. Apparently, that's reserved to only Monday Night Raw viewing. We're not going to do anything like that on the pay-per-view. Although, we cut it, and we did it in the middle of the Rumble. So, what are we waiting for? Was there a better place? And, like, at that point, if you're going to eliminate Randy in 16 seconds, have the Fiend pull him through the bottom of the chamber underneath the ring and have him go to hell. Anything. Instead, you give him that weak finish. Ugh. Oh just disappointing for 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 my character 
Yeah, Jeff Johnson, Wrestling Sound Off. He is with us. Yeah. Can't believe that there wasn't a fiend. Bit. Not even a black screen. Like you couldn't have cut the screen and had Kofi catch him in a roll up. Like just anything, nothing. Just a, a reminder, even I think would have been just, good. Like, they, oh. they could have not even gone all the way and just done like. Give me Alexa's face. Part, anything. The first like uh, chord when they usually do the fiend stuff. Yeah. That and turn it back on. It's like psych type of thing. Just anything. Uh, yeah. Well. I guess it's still coming. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think he's just dead. They burned him alive. He's dead. Sorry, oh, Alexa's yeah. been reincarnated as the fiend. We're gonna have to do intergender matches from here on out. Sorry. Well, yeah, I, I think the I think Bray Wyatt is still selling the injury. It's, yeah, it's absolutely. That's a long <laughs> salesmanship by him. The poor, the well, poor, poor Firefly Funhouse. They've been out of action longer than the Muppets. Well, I'll be honest. I have, I know nothing about reincarnation, and that's and that's the story that we're, nope. we're telling here. So it Apparently. might take a minute. <laughs> yeah, necromancy. Um, so with Orton's elimination, he 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 gets up. He gives the RKO to Kofi. He gets the RKO to Jeff Hardy. Almost on the outside, rips uh, AJ Styles' pot apart. AJ goes out around the chamber and in the front door, and he tries to get a pin on Kofi, and he tries to get a pin on Hardy. Not successful in either situation. And he tried on the third, whoever the third guy was, it was down too. He just sure. like jumped around trying to get pins. He got no pins off of RKOs. So I guess it's not his move. He doesn't get the pin, doesn't get the win. Well, it, it was it was a few minutes ago at that point. Yeah, they had had time to recover for sure. Yeah, and Jeff Johnson, another fun idea. It would have been cool if The Fiend appeared in one of the pods during the match. You know what? We have so many ideas on this show alone. <laughs> they could write it down. Send it in. Writers, pay attention. Hindsight is twenty twenty. So I, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure they'll pay us off really well tomorrow night. Talk to you on Tuesday. About yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sheamus enters next. Uh, he hits a bro kick to eliminate Kofi Kingston. Then we have Drew McIntyre hitting Jeff Hardy with a claymore to eliminate Hardy. Uh, Styles hits the phenomenal forearm on Sheamus for that elimination. And Drew McIntyre hits a Claymore on AJ Styles out of the air. Awesome spot. And, you know, I thought that was really cool. Um, and then Drew, that, that get, leads Drew to the win for the elimination chamber. So, yeah, as it should. That was, we don't need to do any more Kamagoyes or anything after that one. The out of the air. Claymore that's, and that's why AJ Styles survived to the end, right? Because he's got it. He's the only one that could take that bump. Yes. Well, Kofi probably could too if he needed to, I guess. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but Kofi, when he does his top rope moves, it's a trust fall. It's got his back to him. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, so that's the end of the pay per view, right? No. No, it no. wasn't. No. Drew Drew hardly gets to celebrate before Bobby Lashley comes to the ring. He may not be the United States champion anymore, but he can still dish out a beating. And he did on Drew McIntyre, threw him into the, the uh, barrier, uh, put the hurt lock on, left him laying in the middle of the ring. The Miz comes down with his briefcase. And I have to tell you, the Miz comes down with that briefcase. They announce the cash in and you see Drew McIntyre like moving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh my God, not again. He's not going to unsuccessfully. <laughs> so, so, I, that was my hope for safe. I'm like, oh, great. Drew's up. He's ready to go. He's going to, he's going to, and then, so he goes to cover him and he kicks out. I'm like, ah, 
this is gonna go. This is gonna go a little long. We're gonna see a little more pay per view time here. This is gonna be great. There's no way that that Miz is gonna take the title off of him. Seventeen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Except he did. Like, he did. He Drew got. You know he protected himself like a little. I guess he kicked out of that one, and then skull crashing finale and the win in, in seventeen seconds. So it's just memories for me. It's rough memories for me to back to. You know, when he cashed in on Randy and I'm just like that little girl in the crowd. Like I'm crying about it. Stupid Miz is in the corner with the belt that he doesn't deserve <laughs> standing there as, the, as our champion on raw. Like, ugh, well, man, here we go. I mean, it's been 10 years. It's, it's, that little girl is over it now. <laughs> no, I don't think she, I think she's still sad about it. I am. <laughs> well, uh, I guess for the most part, that's Elimination Chamber. Um, do we see the Miz drop this belt immediately, or is it something that'll go on? I don't think it'll make it all the way to Fastlane. Do you? I, I, I bet he. I think he makes it to Fastlane. I think Fastlane's the match. I don't. I don't see him. I don't. I don't see Mike Road Rules tough enough Mizanin as your WWE champion. <laughs> yeah, exactly, John DeCani. We're all in agreement there. Um, no, I'd rather see Bad Bunny have the belt. Honestly, um, he'd be a double champion at that point. But I don't. I don't think that your WrestleMania matches is, is is the Miz versus Bobby Lashley. Well, you have right now. I mean, you have a you you have the Edge and uh, Roman Reigns match that they can start hyping, and they'll probably yeah. add the women's match fairly soon and they can start hyping and building around those. And then we can have these couple of matches that we're teasing out to fast lane and then we'll have the big announcement. So I think that's probably what will happen. You've got a marquee match that they can put on posters and they can start promoting and, you know, spear versus spear, by the right. way, this they, is a yeah. better version of spear versus spear. Let's oh, without, without a doubt, without a doubt. Right. You get drew, you get drew and Ed, or you get edge and, and Roman on the, on the poster. This is good. Then you can fiddle around it and, and, and it's, you know, it's it's more compelling. Um, obviously, there's not going to be a, I guess there's not going to be a championship match on Fastlane then for SmackDown, probably. Uh, not a competitive one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I don't I don't see anybody else in the picture. Maybe they'll sneak somebody in other than Lashley, Miz, and um, Drew for the belt at Mania on that side. Okay. Well. There you go. So that was Elimination Chamber. Any other final thoughts? I mean, what do you think? Scale of uh, scale of five to ten. I won't let you. I won't let you go below five. <laughs> so five to ten. Five to ten. I, I I'll give it. I'll give it a six. Um, it it just it it felt like a mess, kind of all over the place. Them scrapping the match and not making any comment about that. I was worried about that being the case on Monday. It was too bad they didn't clean it up. Um, I'm I'm a fan of Elimination Chamber, so the fact that like I wish there was a women's Elimination Chamber match, it didn't feel like the women's side of the roster is really really good, and it didn't seem like they got their due tonight at any rate, um, especially with all the talent that they have and stuff like that. It didn't really feel like that on the NXT pay per view either. Um, so maybe they're building towards another one of the all women's pay per views at some point here, but it, they didn't. That didn't exactly. There's a whole ton of people. That could have been there. Like you could have done elimination chamber, women's elimination chamber match for the shot at the title. 
and you got plenty of people that are in there that could have that could have fought in that match. So not having a third elimination chamber match, maybe I was just spoiled last year because we had the tag one, we had the regular one, we had the women's one as well. Maybe they felt like they overdid it, I guess. But um, so yeah, I'd say a six. I, I was the Miz thing surprising to me. Um, I felt like the rest of it was was pretty predictable though. Miz Cashin Miz Cashin was great. The edge thing was was nice to see as well. Um the I mean, he's the greater, so I'll go a little higher. I'll probably give it about an eight. Um, and and the reason is two two things. I really like the small card, four matches, five matches, um, and tight. It's only you know we're not here for five six hours watching watching it. You know, so I thought it was a I thought it was a tight card, small number of matches. It was eventful with the Miz cash in, um, and then you know, sure to just put it put it in perspective though that pay-per-view was shorter than a raw. Yes, it was. <laughs> and I, and I like it better than most Raws. Well, without a doubt. Sure. Cause yeah. the bell to bell is not the problem for WWE. Right. And, and um, in fairness with WWE, you gotta, you have to, their television is always going to be, uh, you know, their, their television is the more important product right now. Cause that's where all the licensing is. Although sure. the Peacock deal may change that. So, yep. That's that's definitely fair. You have to pay off the advertisers and stuff. Yep, it's a business. All right. Well, before we get out of here, a couple of things. And bear with me here, folks, while I tell you about these other things, because I'm going to come back and we're going to – one more thing at the end of the show here. Um, check out the new Chair Shot t-shirt I have this month. Uh, it's the featured sheet shirt in, at $20. The shirt is a steal of a deal. It comes in the super soft style with no upcharge. It's the same price for lar larger sizes. You can get it in a bunch of different colors. Um, I love this shirt, and I think you will too, so check it out. And then join Joey Jarzanka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday nights for the primetime rundown. They take you to the world of sports, and the show kicks off at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And then the Essential Wrestling Podcast. We'll be talking about Elimination Chamber there, too, and everything as we lead up to WrestleMania. Um, Al Carl hosts with John Smith, myself, John DeCani, Gary Mahaffey for another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling every Tuesday at 6 p.m. And the Daily Wrestling News Show will be back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. I have an interview with Coastal Championship Wrestling star Bugs Moran, who also occasionally wrestles as the Joker. So that's really interesting. Uh, I think he's a, it'll be a fun person to, uh, to listen to me interview. We also have later in the week, we do have the interview with Georgia Smith, the daughter of the British Bulldog, uh, Davey Boy Smith. That'll be later in the week. So do check that out each and every day at 10 a.m. Travis, ridiculously random question. What's your favorite candy bar? Oh, I'm a Snickers guy. Well, that's handy since they're sponsoring WrestleMania again. Mm -hmm. That's why that's why I had to get it in. I didn't want to show Bianca celebrating. I wanted to go right to that Snickers promo because that was really important. And don't forget, guys, Daily Wrestling Show, Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Grab your cup of coffee, relax, sit back, throw your earbuds in if you're at work or whatever. We talk about AEW. We talk New Japan. We talk about all these other places, not just WWE. So come in and get some, you know, some some meat and potatoes wrestling as well. Yeah, Major League Wrestling. They had a weird show this past week. We'll probably talk about that a little bit. They don't have a show this coming week, though. Yep. Um, it's kind of a replay show. So, yep. yeah, we, we talk about the weird stuff on Tuesday, the more international flavor and stuff. So yep. check us out then. All right. With that, I think we've done it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in for the Elimination Chamber post show. A lot of fun. And we'll catch you next time.
Love the audience participation. 100%. Yeah, thank you so much for that.